About a week and a half ago, I went out to see a film called A Hidden Life by acclaimed director Terrence Malick. And it was an absolutely incredible movie. It's the true story of a man by the name of Franz Jägerstatter. He was a husband, a father of three young girls. He was a simple farmer in Austria, in this little town in the mountains, almost above the clouds. And this movie depicts how simple and beautiful family life is, how simple and beautiful Franz's family was. He and his wife, Franny, uh, them raising their children in this very simple town, rural Austria, as farmers. They were far away from the big cities, again, almost living above the clouds. They worked in the fields, again, just showing them doing very simple things. And Franz was also a sacristan at his local parish. Their life was very simple. It was rather unspectacular, and it was, as the title indicates, hidden. That was until 1943 when Franz was drafted into the German army and he refused to take the oath to Hitler. Franz was arrested and imprisoned. He was also tortured for a number of months. And all throughout his imprisonment and torture in Germany, he was asked time and time again by his superiors and other people in the army to take the oath to Hitler. But he refused to give in. He obeyed rather his conscience that told him that swearing allegiance to Hitler was wrong. And often the way that the, his people in the army tried to convince him was that they would tell him things like, you know, what good do you imagine your defiance is doing anyone? Do you expect to change the course of things? Your sacrifice would benefit no one. Again, after all, this was one man in a small little town far away from Berlin and Vienna. They literally told him, what difference will it make? You're an uneducated farmer. You will be forgotten. That was what the other townspeople would tell him. One time he was in prison, this soldier said, do you think anyone will ever know of your protest? That anyone will ever hear of you? No one knows what goes on in here behind these walls. What purpose does it serve? The crux of their argument and the crux of their temptation was that Franz Jägerstatter would be a forgotten man, that his sacrifice would be for nothing, that it would be unseen, fruitless, and above all, hidden. But the irony is that Franz Jägerstatter is more well-known in death than he ever was in his life. He was, after all, beatified in 2007 by Pope Benedict XVI. He is now blessed Franz Jägerstatter. You know, often, brothers and sisters, we only think that our actions will matter if they are public or if they are truly impactful. You know, that's the only way we sometimes think that we will change the world, but that is false. Actually, it's the things most hidden from the world that mean the most, that turn out to be the most important and the most profound. The Feast of the Holy Family that we celebrate today celebrates the hidden life 
not of Franz Jägerstadter, but the hidden life of Christ. It's a feast that reminds us that God can work through our ordinary and often hidden lives. And in fact, it is in the hidden life where God can most easily speak through silence and speaking through simplicity. A saint like Franz Jägerstadter doesn't just come out of the ground. He was formed. Franz Jägerstadter was formed in his hidden life by being a farmer, by being a husband, by being a father. He was formed in all of those things to make a hidden sacrifice of great heroism. And we know that Christ lived a very hidden life in Nazareth. We hear very little of Jesus' upbringing. We have this story today of them fleeing into Egypt. We will have the story of him going into the temple and getting lost when he is 12. But otherwise, that is it. For 30 years of Jesus' life, that is all we hear. The vast majority of Jesus' life on earth was spent hidden from the rest of the world. It was rather unspectacular in worldly terms, but it was one that was very profound. Mary and Joseph contributed to Jesus' human formation. They surrounded the Christ child with the virtues of family life. Christ's formation as a human being was hidden and it was silent. Again, unremarkable in human and worldly terms. None of it impacted the world in a remarkable way, again, only on, on worldly terms. But it was nonetheless incredibly profound. Nazareth, the hidden life of Christ, has so much for us to learn from. Pope Paul VI in 1964 visited Nazareth and spoke in the Church of the Annunciation about how important that little town was and how important the hidden life of Christ was. He tells us that Nazareth is a kind of school where we begin to discover what where we begin to discover what Christ's life was like, where everything speaks to us and everything has meaning. First, he says, we learn from its silence. We need this state of mind in the midst of the cacophony of noise we are beset with. Secondly, Paul VI says, we learn about family life. We have a model of what a family should be, a community of love and sharing, beautiful for the problems it poses and the rewards that it brings. You know, brothers and sisters, in our own family lives, so much is hidden from the world. Most of family life is hidden away from the world. And we might think of it as insignificant, unnoteworthy, and not majorly profound. And sometimes it might even be suboptimal by our own standards. Sometimes the ordinariness of family life can lead us disenchanted, maybe even let down that so much of our lives is without the impact that we might have originally desired to make. But we mustn't give in to this cynicism or despondency because God can work in the hidden life. He worked in the hidden life of Franz Jägerstatter and he obviously worked in the hidden life of Christ. And we know that he can work in our hidden lives too because it is a time of formation for us and for our, and for our children too. In the hidden life we are formed 
so that we can hopefully do great things, to do great and holy and saintly things. So today as we reflect on the hidden family life of Christ, we pray that God blesses our families and gives them the grace to form saints in silence and in simplicity. And may we give our lives over to God, both the visible and the hidden. And may we trust that no matter how noteworthy or not our lives may be, that we can live a life of holiness, even in the ordinary and the mundane.